0: Warning, Wrestling POV Global is not suitable for all ages. Viewer discretion is advised.
1: What's up everybody? This is AJ Kirsch and you're listening to Wrestling POV Global.
0: POV global black and yellow brand, it's your point of view on the global stand From north to south, to east to west, they got you covered like a blanket But I <laughs> digress from elite to elite, to the hot topic AEW Impact, New Japan, they got it Have you laughing so hard, have your belly aching Heard any different,
1: I'm sure you're mistaken Hey folks, welcome to another edition of WPOV Global. I'm your host, the legend T. James Logan. With me, my co-hosts with the most and toast and roast and all the other kind of things that I can't think of rhyming. We're talking about the lone wolf, Andy Anderson. You looking hungry, Andy? What's up? Host to coast and I need some toast. Yes! And, of course, the man who is so rude, I don't know why he's a gentleman. (laughs) Elio Canella. I don't know what's going on here. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe he should become the rude gentleman. A rude gentleman. The ex. I don't. I, I got nothing with this. Andy, how has your <laughs> week been going, brother?
2: Uh, well, you know, we're in Alberta, and stuff, it just got so, darker. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it just got darker. That's a
2: good way of putting it. So. Uh,
1: yeah, I gotta say, uh, I yeah, I don't know. All I know is, I, we're not a political show, and we're not a, no, a no. COVID show. But it's just for me and Andy, it's tough because we're in the province where we are. Yay, we're number one. We're the worst place in the world right now to get COVID. I think, it's just, I think it's just North America, not the world. It's oh, okay. North America. oh, yeah. I forget India all the time. I forget India. <laughs> but how great is that still? We got a North American record. But um, we wouldn't be in this mess if our government had just thrown their crap together in the beginning. But no, now they keep changing their mind every week. And who knows where we're standing. All we know is we got a bunch of people who are angry and a bunch of people who say it's fake, despite the fact we have the worst records in North America. <laughs> people so, on
2: one side saying they're people on one side that are angry, people on the other side that are angry. Everybody's angry. Can't we all just get along?
1: Yeah. we're canadians damn it i yeah. mean can't we just be nice about something there is no more normally this is the norm guys i've accepted that the the world has changed and we're not going back to the way it was so let's just try and make the best out of what it is now instead yeah. of crying and whining about yep. what we're at okay that's what all i gotta say so let's do some wrestling elio how was your week buddy were you did anything good out in toronto
0: no uh, my week was uh, the same uh just uh, watch movies watch wrestling
1: okay okay you, you know what let's make it right Andy, have you seen anything in the last week that you would suggest to people on TV or movies or anything that you thought was, hey, that's pretty cool, non-wrestling related? Um, I've
2: been fortunate enough. I got to see the Mortal Kombat movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it good? Was it good? I enjoyed it. I All right. now, I played the original game, the first one way yeah. back when in the yeah. arcade, uh, probably Nintendo. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I know there came like Mortal Kombat, like there's like several versions mm-hmm. and I don't know. I, I think maybe I didn't get past two or something like that, but uh, I got to see that. And there's another one that I also got to see that I had never heard of. Okay. Um, with Nicolas Cage, Nicolas I think Cage. it was called Willy's Wonderland. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. No, I, okay. Hang on. Let me see. I'm going to use the Google machine. Willy's Wonderland. Yes. That okay. was, that's what it's called. Willie's Wonderland. It is a uh, if if you apparently because I'm not up all hip with the culture and everything, mm-hmm. uh, pop culture. If if you're into like five nights, Five Nights at Freddy's or something like that, it's called. I've heard of that. I don't exactly yeah. Know what it is. Something this to this is kind of a similar yeah, and this is a, okay. a similar kind of thing. It's uh, a guy gets locked in. Uh, it'd be like a guy getting basically locked in a Chuck E. Cheese restaurant and, and guys of the, salmonella no. and the, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, he was lucky and the animatronic stuff they're all possessed yeah. and it's uh it's a it's a head shaker it's a i can't believe they made this i can't believe nicholas cage agreed to this
0: so basically a so how did this get made movie
2: but yeah. you kind of liked
1: it, but you kind of liked
2: but it. But it, it's almost like it's so bad that it's good.
1: <laughs> yes. Like,
2: I, I you know, if, they, if we had a t-shirt, I'd be wearing my Elio Canella t-shirt that would be like say, <laughs> what, I don't know what's, what's happening here. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> but okay. uh, it's, if, if, if you like bad horror movies, campy horror movies, this is one of those ones that will become like a cult favorite.
1: Okay. And where can you find that? What, 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 what did uh, you see that
2: on? Netflix? Prime? I think it's actually, it's a, you can actually get it through YouTube. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, but like, okay. I, 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 like I was able to see it through somebody that has like one of these magic boxes that gets yeah, yeah. all kinds of movies. The Cody
1: thing, yeah, okay,
2: yeah. But uh, I, I think that's what it said. Like, I, it had like a brief theatrical release, so it actually came out, I think, in some theaters in the states. Brief wow. as in for a half hour. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Well, movie's an hour and a half, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it. Uh, it's if you like, like, goofy. well, I mean, we like wrestling.
1: So there's probably yeah.
2: like Willie's Wonderland, but uh, it's it's something.
1: Well, I you know, when you say that, I jokingly remember uh, they talked about one of the worst releases ever. I can't remember the name of the movie. It was released in New York City. And they played it one night before they pulled it off because nobody came. I guess they made something like thirty eight dollars in like six theaters across New York. <laughs> it was like nobody really showed up to watch it. So that that is funny. That is funny. Uh, Elio, anything you want to throw out there? Did you see anything cool that you uh, anything different a movie or something? Something you could tell the fans. Uh, to Not anything.
0: Out? Nothing uh, really cool. Um,
1: okay. No uh, point. Uh,
0: I'm finding like. A- I find uh, all these lists of, like, movies. That, there was a whole bunch of horror movies I found.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not even going to recommend them because I didn't even watch them. I just, So you, uh,
1: you're compiling lists list of stuff you'll never watch.
0: i never you watch. Got, you lead a very
1: weird life, Elliot. I'm going to give you that. <laughs> um for myself i would say to fans i checked two things i'll mention i took a, I was mildly surprised i turned on disney uh to look at I, know, I threw on the star wars section and there's that new star wars thing the bad batch which uh man that was good if you've watched uh star uh, star wars um rebels it continue or no the end of clone wars that last season where they had uh the the uh, st- the uh, clones get executive order 66 and start killing all the jedis this continues from there, and it was really good. I, I enjoyed it a lot, so check that out on Disney. Although and, I don't want
0: to see the new Mortal Kombat, because so I saw the '95 one.
1: Oh hey, Mortal Kombat! All you can remember is. Was that in the movie, Andy? Tell me that was in the movie. No,
2: no. But there's, there's, you know, and I, I think I, I try not to read too much about what was going on, and you know, if, if you're looking for like the exact same thing out of the, the video game and the, with mm-hmm. the tournament stuff. You're not going to get that here, but it was still a fun story, like kind of giving, cool. you know, having with the characters and, and there's still plenty of homages to like the video games. And yeah, uh, I, I'm and glad to hear fun. that from you.
1: I'm glad to hear that from you. Cause we do have a, a lot of similar tastes. And yeah. when I saw on the internet was just like half the people are like, it's awesome. And they have to, be like, it's absolute shit. So I'm like, Oh, yeah. oh no, no, <laughs> it, it, it's fun, Like, you know, the, and the the characters get some character; they get some personality. Okay, cool. I'm gonna ch- uh, yeah. I'm gonna check yeah. it out. The yeah. trailers were cool with Sub Zero. Um, yeah. The other thing I would say, uh, fans, if you want something interesting and not too freaky, there's a show on on Netflix called The Irregulars, and it's set in the time of Sherlock Holmes. Uh, where there is some evil that's been opened up. It, it's more like a TV show, like an X-Files kind of thing, where it's set in that time frame and there's these young teenagers who live on the street and one of them has a psychic power and they start dealing with the OTO, if you go back. Alistair Crawley's thing had opened up some dimensional rift. It's, it's actually pretty cool and it's got a good heart to it, you know, the, the, the interplay between the teenagers. Because uh, back in those days, you know, there wasn't places for people to go when you were poor. You either grouped up or died on the street so it's i I don't know it it has a really good touch to it i liked it so but let's get into some wrestling folks first of all we're going to talk about uh our elite delete this week all right and uh, that is like and i I preference it every week what we mean by elite delete, we don't mean fire someone we don't mean make someone champion when we say elite we say right now with their character the way they are the way they've been presented that they're a good fit on uh the aew dynamite show or if we're Usually it's just dynamite item that we talk about. But uh, the delete means the way they are right now, they kind of need to be maybe repackaged. Maybe they're not quite ready. They're not fitting. Maybe they need to go down to dark and uh, work a little more and then come back with something else, okay? This week, now please, I am corrupted by his name. Andy Anderson sent me a joke <laughs> on his last name. And please, Elio, read me his real last name. All right. Anthony. Anthony Agogo. 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 Not Ogo Pogo, not whatever other Canadian <laughs> jokes we've been saying amongst each other. Anthony Agogo. All right. So is Anthony Agogo ready for the big time? Is he elite or delete? I'm going to start with Andy. Andy? Uh, all right. Was I the one that picked him for elite or delete, or was it somebody else that did I, I did. Remember. I did. Did
2: you? Okay. Yeah. Um, you know what? I- I'm going to go right off the bat. I'm going to say elite. Okay. Uh, I like, <laughs> What? were there something here? Uh... Oh, there's an earlier joke that we made now. Something about, I don't know, now I've already forgotten it, but I'm going to use an extremely old, old school reference here. I like the cut of his jib. Oh, you do. I love that. And, uh, you know, you. Know, I think we kind of like joked about before about the, the punch, is it good, is it mm-hmm. not? I like it because, you know, it's simple. You can do it on anybody. Uh, the fact that he's, you know, a former boxer, it lends some credibility to it. Uh, I prefer, you know, the kind of the shot to the gut, in 2021 it's it's better than you know trying to get people to buy the heart punch kind of thing mm-hmm. so i am okay with it uh he's got a good look being he's a former olympic boxer yeah yeah so you know i'll i'll give him some extra points there for uh you know he's got to have that pedigree i mean you know you look at like most olympic athletes that have come through professional wrestling you know there's a few that <laughs> obviously I like the cream of the crop. So, yeah. you know, I'm not saying he's going to be another, you know, Kurt angle or, or Mark Henry type of thing, but uh, I think there's definitely some potential there putting him in the stable um, with the factory. It's good because it can allow him to shine, but it can also kind of hide, you know, hide, hide some the, of hide the mistakes. Uh, and yeah. The, 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 the greenness and whatnot. In, and it gives him a chance to be working around other guys and stuff. So yeah, I, I say elite.
1: Okay, so you, you, maybe not quite a curtain angle, but maybe a shorty G. Ah, no, that was that was me. Oh, he's taller
2: than shorty G, so I... everyone's taller.
1: <laughs> shorty wow. <G>. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Except <laughs> Elio, shorty L. <laughs> okay, shorty L, I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> no. Shorty Low, shorty Low, <laughs> All right, Elio. Uh the leader, delete on old Anthony Yogo Okay,
0: so when we saw when we saw this guy. We all we were talking about the, his that punch to the
1: Yeah.
0: To I was it, gonna I was gonna say delete, but um you know I'd see him like more I wanna see more from him on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. And I gonna say that uh, that punch doesn't look as uh, bad uh, and uh, he has a good look, so especially mm-hmm. uh, after we saw like if we saw him tonight. Um so yeah, I'm gonna go with delete. I wanna see okay. more of him.
1: Okay. I'm going to say I'm, I'm on the fence with this one. There's so much to me that looks at it both ways. He does have a really good look. He does have the pedigree. Um, the only problem I really have is the punch. Because maybe I just want a little too realism in a sport that doesn't have any realism sometimes. Um, I'm sorry. If someone punches you in your stomach, I, you better shit your pants right there and go down. You know, if, that's, if the punch is that devastating, you had better shit your pants or something like that. But... I'm sorry, Andy, I would buy a heart punch a little bit more because then I can at least make the fantasy that you've done something to shock guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been punched in the stomach many times in my life. Yeah, Yeah, you kind of catch your breath, but I don't imagine. And I've been hit hard that I'm not going to just die. Yeah, but have you been hit in the stomach by an Olympic boxer? No, I have
2: not. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Have Have you been hit in the head with an exploding barbed
1: wire baseball bat? Yes, but luckily Kenny Omega had put it together, and it just splintered. <laughs> and you still kicked out a two. Yeah, still kicked out a two. Um, but you know what? I bloodied Cody, and he won. Anyways, um, yeah. no. Um, but you uh, know that what? That sounds thing- like a song. It's like I fought the law. I bloodied Cody, but <laughs> Cody, yeah. Cody, Cody won. won. <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to put that song together and send it to Jim Cornette. He always plays those kind of weird. We're songs. We're gonna do He's a like- WPOV <laughs> wrestling album. <laughs> featuring shorty Low super hungry the super hungry lone wolf and that horrible mealy mouth legend I don't know um, <laughs> anyhow um, uh. as I'm jigging out a bigger hole for myself um, anyways yes um, I, I'm still really on the fence because I think it's almost it's on that edge of and I don't have the confidence that AEW is not going to drop the ball and make this guy too much of a cartoon. Yeah. That's my biggest worry. Yeah. But then look, we
0: the... look at Kate and Shade We were saying the same about her and uh, she, she turned out to be not that
1: bad. I don't think that's a very fair comparison at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be on the fence. I'm going to give it a little more time. I guess I'm going to lean towards uh elite because i don't right now have the setting him down so yeah. obviously he has enough to be there to put some interest and after tonight's thing he's gonna have to deliver pretty quick pretty soon it seems yep. that yep. and that'll be it hey eh? we'll we'll know in a couple of weeks if we made the right choice oh, or probably not within a
2: week or two yeah yeah with
1: aw probably by next wednesday we should yeah. know if we made a mistake or not on this but uh what are the fans saying uh what kind of numbers we got there elio so we have a hundred percent going with elite a hundred percent. All right. Wow. So we're all on board for this ride, guys. Don't let us down, Pogo. Don't let us down. <laughs> all right. Today's hot topic. And it's a scorch. I don't know. I can't even remember. What the, what's the topic, Elio?
0: <laughs> so, well, we have two. The first uh, was um, asks, uh, are Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky going to do anything of note or just fail?
1: Okay. And, and anyone who thinks that might be a weird wording, I think it's pretty evident what we're getting at here is AEW and a lot of companies have done this where they've taken two guys Mm -hmm. who uh, have floated around, haven't been very much, throw them together as Mm -hmm. a team, push them really super hard in our faces. And then the first time they go up against their opponents, they just fail, crap out. And like four months down the road, nobody even remembers that they hung out, let alone were a team. (laughs) So that's what I wondered, is this going to be a legitimate team? And I've had my worries, and there is a reason to question this, It's because Scorpio Sky, I mean, how long have they pushed this guy back and forth and and confused us with him? Uh, Ethan Page is new new to the company, so is this going to be the same thing? So I'm asking, do you think that this is a legitimate team with some legs to stand on, or are they just being fed to to be destroyed by the first big team they want to push? Andy, what's your view on this? Based on tonight, I'm
2: hoping that they're going to get a little more. Uh, they're going to get something. Uh, you know what? If, this, if they're going to fail, they're not going to fail quickly. I don't know that they're going to get a big push. I don't know that they're going to rise, but I think they're going to get uh, something to kind of come up and and give them a little bit here. You know, if they're going to do stuff with Darby, uh, you know, as we've learned, next week Darby's going to face Miro. Uh, as much as I'd love to see Miro darby on his own i wouldn't be surprised if somehow uh these two get involved i don't know because that that, that whole thing is a bit weird a bit convoluted with like sting and darby and lance archer and
1: a lot of uh, people play
2: yeah i don't know i don't know i i just to me there's there's some personality there so i'm i'd like to think and hope that
1: they're gonna get something you know yeah okay All right. Uh, What do you think, Elio, from what you've seen of these guys? Do you think that these guys, are they going to be a team or are they just going to, is this just a throw together for now?
0: So while they had Scoop, they the SCU, and uh, they did something with them. Then they started pushing him singles and now they put him back in a team. So I'm going to, I'm going to say that I think they're going to give them at least somewhat of a push.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, I haven't seen Ethan Page a lot. Uh, but what I have seen in the past is sometimes he can be easily kind of generic. You know what I mean? I can think back about when I saw him on impact in the North with the North was a great team, but he was definitely kind of like the, the padding, you know what I mean? When you have the big star and the guy who's, you know, uh, tonight, especially I got a real feel for Ethan page a little more than I think I ever have. You know, uh, he, he brought himself across eloquently enough that it made me interested in You know, because let's face it, yeah, he's done a lot of wrestling stuff. He talked about injuring Darby in the past. I'm sure all those things on the indies happen. But that doesn't necessarily translate to interesting, you know. Uh, Tonight, I found them interesting. I've been a big backer of Scorpio Sky for a long time. And uh, the fact they keep putting him with people and not giving him the spotlight himself makes me feel like a lot of people don't have a confidence enough in the guy. And I think that's that's kind of sad. Um, I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. And I'm going to say that they are going to be, in six months, these two will not be together. And that we might not even remember they were together. They'll be on to other things or gone. Okay? So uh, what did the fans uh, register on this, uh, uh, Elio?
0: 50 said that they will and um, 30 said they won't.
1: Oh, okay. So, so. Th- so, sorry, 50. Did you say what, what percentage? 50 did said you they say? would, and 30 said they wouldn't. On uh, 20 are undecided. Uh, oh, oh yeah. that's a weird. So that's about like 60, 40. 60, oh. Yeah, it's about 60, 40. Said, said word, they will or won't. I missed that part. 50 said they will. Okay, interesting. Right. It seems like some fans uh, are a lot I'm more positive. Trying to be positive. Keep it, keep it straight. Keep stick on the ice. I don't know what that means. All right, uh, next. <laughs> uh, our next, next. one. Our next one we're going to move. Now, this one, we talked amongst ourselves. We're not going to get into a convoluted thing, but there were some heavy rumours going around the internet last week involving that Tessa Blanchard and her boyfriend Daga, or sorry, her husband Daga, had been are this close to signing to AEW and that we should be seeing her debuting soon. However, it was all a rumour, and who knows where it started. No ideas. We're not even going to guess about it. But I thought, would it be fun to ask you fans, if let's say all the problems of Tessa Blanchard have gone gone away, and she was signed tomorrow in AEW, would she rule the division? Would she tear it apart? And uh, Andy, you, you know enough about Tessa to talk about this, or I? Well, I'm
2: gonna say this: I don't know a lot about her. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but you know what? Regardless, though, I don't. I, I don't think she would, because right now, to me, they are doing what appears to be more like a slow build of Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they would derail that for Tessa Blanchard. I'm sorry. So I, I you know, even if she came in, mm-hmm. I, I still think it's the, uh, the Britt Baker show for the women's division right now.
1: And you know what? want, and you guys had said that like a couple, you've been saying that for the last couple of weeks and I've been kind of dragging my heels on it a little bit, but uh, especially after tonight, I'm getting the feeling you guys are right. Uh, the time is right for her. She's, she should be the next champion. I mean, as much as I love Sheeta and as talented she is, she's not commanding her presence. I mean, she's easy to forget that she's the champion. You know, yeah, you watch her matches, you like her, but she doesn't do anything else. So it's hard to remember that she's the champion and that's never a good sign. You know, Uh, real real quick here, but just, you know, even talking about Sheeta making,
2: whether this is fair or not, Mm -hmm. um, making a comparison to Asuka in WWE. Mm -hmm asuka at least you know there's still some broken english there's still a lot more whether you like it or not you know the the movements and i mean like i i personally i get a kick out of her doing like you know the japanese kind of you know interview or whatever yeah (laughs) i i find it funny so you know i'll lean a little towards it but at least that has more personality that has some character Mm -hmm. shida like i think the most kind of character emotional reaction we've seen out of her was way back when she did that little bit with abaddon and that was almost like more confusing because it was like who's the baby face who's the heel exactly but at least it showed a little something so it's i, I think you're you you know you totally hit the nail on the head that it's it's, it's good to you know she's a good champion in terms of like watching her matches but she doesn't really there's nothing really else there to make me want to match want to
1: watch a sheeta yeah. match or invest in me. Her yeah as a character yeah yeah and and what is her character does she have a character yeah i don't know yeah okay uh elio what do you think is tessa blanchard because you know what i mean um there are some people who point out you know what tessa she was the impact champion she defeated sammy callahan she took on men uh that should be translating as like you know the giant killer if you put her in the women's division but does it what do you think elio
0: no, I'm, I'm going to say no uh, right, right now uh, they're focusing on Britt Baker, and uh, I think that's where they need to focus
1: yeah. Um, you know what oh boy, this is a tough one and it's probably a good thing that they don't sign her, because if you did sign her you want to push her for her strengths and what she's known for and if you do that you have to take into account she defeated men she was the woman's she was the legitimate world champion so logic dictates that she should destroy everyone in the women's division and take that belt and then get it disinterested and make a run for the world's belt or something so i don't even think she's worth signing for that thing alone because it's like when you sign someone you want to highlight wh- why you sign them, why they're great. But when what they're great for is something you can't deliver, then it's a detriment, you know? If if, if Andy Anderson was known for destroying every high flyer that he ever wrestled, like destroying them, putting him in the hospital, then we signed him. Well, he better go and kill the Young Bucks and all those dudes, or we've kind of written off and taken away any steam for what Andy was. And if that's why we brought him in because he had this name and we're trying to you see it it creates a paradox there that just isn't attainable and it's not worth it and fans it confuses and angers fans you know so and that's that's also you know what i
2: often point out and talk about and somebody actually brought it up tonight during the kind of the brought brought up the concept during the show Mm -hmm. is you can have all this history elsewhere Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you come to like AEW, you come to WWE, if people aren't familiar, if the fans aren't familiar with that previous history, it means nothing. Yeah. So it's like, who are you? And, you know, what is this? Like, prove exactly. to me, like, tell me the story, show me. I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember who it was now that there, there, but there was somebody tonight that, it
1: was it Ethan, Ethan B- Yeah, Ethan Page. Talking right, about Darby yeah. Allin.
2: Right. And, and their past. And he said, you know, yeah. people don't know about that. or forget about that. Let's create history now. And yeah. Like, exactly.
1: Good point, so, good point. I, I think I, I think that, that lends very well to what you're saying about Mottessa Blanchard. Okay, so uh, do we have any numbers there that you can pull out of the uh, animatronics 2000? The animatronic 2000. <laughs> too, much, too much Chuck E. Cheese on my mind. <laughs> you
0: know, we had 60 saying that uh, she will make uh, a name. She will dominate and uh, 40 saying that she won't.
1: So 64. You know what? Why are we not getting percentages? I heard that the producer over at uh, W Wrestling POV sucks. I think our producer sucks.
0: Yeah, what's going on what with the, hell? the
1: producer? I don't know, but I, me and Andy demand shinier foreheads, and we're not getting them. We demand that producer. Son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Before we do, we're just going to throw out one piece of news uh, that's um, out there in the world of professional wrestling. Is uh, We want to just mention how um, Jay White is the new uh, IWGP uh, never open weight champion having defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi in a very interesting match uh, on the same card. And i am <laughs> it's so weird to, watching New Japan for years and having solid wrestling and then hearing that the main event was a, a steel fingers on a pole match. <laughs> Whereas what? the steel is for, fingers... Is that, is that for me? Oh, yeah, do you remember the dude who used to run around a couple of years ago and he put yeah, the steel yeah, fingers yeah. on? Yeah, yeah. Well, he, Tai Chi has those fingers. They got stolen by... Who the hell did he fight this week for that? I don't know, but anyways, they put it on... They put these steel fingers on top of a ladder. <laughs> And they fought oh, no. to see who could get those steel fingers.
2: I guess that's like a modern day coal miners glove. On yeah, a I was about oh, to God. say that.
1: <laughs> and and I, I have said this many, many times, still knowing, if you are a coal miner or the son or daughter of a coal miner, if you could take a picture of a glove that your father <laughs> had your used. Your grandfather. Or your grandfather, so we could see what exactly a coal miner's glove <laughs> looks like. I would love to see that. Okay. But anyways, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Before we get back, uh, I'd like to, Elio? If we were going to take this opportunity right now to tell people where to write into, so that they could get a hold of us, make their comments, their uh, questions, anything, their voices heard, their voices heard. How do we do that, brother?
0: On Facebook at Wrestling POV Podcast, Instagram Wrestling POV One, and Twitter at Wrestling
1: POV. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know what, folks? We are one of many shows here on the WPov Network. We are WPOV Global, featuring me, Andy Anderson, and Elio Canella, where we talk about AEW and a lot of the stuff going around in the independents or smaller companies. Uh, we're usually found uh, Thursdays. Every Saturday is WPOV Wrestling, hosted by Tony Diaz, uh, Clay Cummings, and Rick the III, where they take a look at everything in the world of WWE. Also, we have a special show every Wednesday, called uh, WPVA Quarantine, where the three of us do a Zoom show where we bring in uh, different wrestlers, personalities, managers, whatever. We talk about a topic. We go deep. Sometimes we remember... our newest episode was remembering Bad News Allen. We took a look, you know, we talked the heart two of the Heart brothers who talked about who had been with him through his career through Stampede. Uh, we've we've had some big name people on here: Savio Vega, Bushwhacker Luke, uh, Ron Fuller. We've done some great stuff talking about some really interesting things. We have had some young up and comers from CZW and other places come on talking about stuff. It's just a mixed bag of who knows what cool, but I guarantee you, if you love professional wrestling, you're going to get something out of this, okay? So uh, take a look at that. And, of course, we have WPOV Aftermath, which uh, shows up after every big uh, WWE pay-per-view. One to all six of us may appear on that show talking about what we just seen. I don't think all six of us have ever appeared on that show, but um, some iteration of us will go on and we'll talk about that pay-per-view that you saw. So you know what? Uh, you can find us. On the many fine podcast platforms that there are, who knows what yours are? But let me tell you, you can also find us on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, yes, TuneIn, and iTunes, and iTunes, and I. You know what? Usually at this time, for months, I've been trying to get Andy Anderson to hawk some shirts, and for months, some crazy ass old wrestler will come in and bump them <laughs> out of there. But this week. I just have Andy Anderson. Andy Anderson, sell some t-shirts. <laughs> Didn't expect that, did you? <sighs> That's funny.
2: Wrestling fan, <laughs> you don't know what to do now. <laughs> just start <my laughs> wrestling. Who, Who the hell is Andy Anderson after all these colorful characters you've had on? I'm supposed to try and follow all these legitimate legends that have come on and made appearances on the show. Look, I'm just going to break it down to you straight, simple here. Uh, if you like our show, you love our show, you want to support the show, you want to be uh, a fan, um, you know what, we just really appreciate it. If you would uh, go to prowrestlingtees.com and uh, you know, look out for WPOV, Wrestling POV there. Uh, we have four different t-shirts right now.
1: I think it's five now.
2: I think I mean, it's five. We uh, yeah. we're moving on up, just like the Jeffersons. We got five t-shirts, uh, 1995 each U.S. dollars. They're great-looking t-shirts. There's great quality, and uh, we'd love for you to buy one because Elio uh, needs to buy a new cap. And uh, for every t-shirt you buy, that goes towards getting Elio a new cap. So nice. do us a favor, support Elio, uh, support our podcast, our our network of podcasts. And apply uh, a t shirt, we really appreciate it. Thank you,
1: <laughs> excellent. So, we're gonna take a quick personal break, and when we get back, we're gonna talk some AW dynamite. Woo! Hey, this is Matt Sigmund, one half of the heat seekers, and you are listening to WPOV Global. All right, fans, we're back today. We're going to look, of course, at AW dynamite. I don't it's been advertised all this time, blood and guts. And we've had misinformation back and forth. We were told at one time it would be the entire show would be blood and guts. Then we were told to be others. So who knew what we were in for, but I'm going to say actually a pretty good show with some small things that kind of, especially in the main event, sort of ruined some good stuff. And we'll get into that over today's episode. Okay. Uh, we start off with, um, Moxley and Eddie Kingston taking on Omega and Nakazawa starts off with uh, Don Callis coming out, saying that uh, Kenny Omega couldn't be there today. Nakazawa was going to have to wrestle by himself, which he sold like he was scared shitless. Um, So as uh, Moxley and Eddie come to the ring, uh, Omega jumps out with his belt and beats the crap out of them. And it starts off into a match. And I got to say, man, for myself, I did not think this was horrible, but it certainly wasn't that good. You know, it was just sort of there. And to basically, it gave me the feeling of this was just the setup for what was coming after those kind of matches where the only point of it was really to set up what was coming next.
2: To get to the finish.
1: To get to the finish. And let's just reiterate this, okay? Because I don't understand the psychology of the, why this match even happened, okay? So you have Kenny Omega, who's the chicken shit heel at times. Who Moxley and Kingston want to get their hands on because they hate him. They're gonna kill him, right? They've all both of them had problems with him. They want to beat him down, beat him up. So last week they jump Nakazawa and they hold him, beat him up, and then they threaten to permanently injure him unless Omega comes out. Omega refuses, but they end up grabbing Omega anyways. Now, this is where I got confused, is they beat up Omega, then they threaten to injure him permanently. Unless he agrees to a match next week with them, so the two guys who hate this guy with a and they're the two toughest dudes in the company, just want a victory over this dude they hate so much. When he's right there, beat up, they don't want to take him out, kill him, or whatever they say they do to other people, but they want a match with him and this other loser. So, getting here already was a hard thing for me. Uh, Getting out of it. you know what? We'll talk about the schmas after, but let's talk about the match first of all. Andy, what did you, what did you get out of this thing?
2: You know what? It was all right. Uh, I thought it was it was actually a good way to open the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know what what you said to me rings rings true. It was more there uh, just to get to the finish for the aftermath. It, it was a fast paced match. I mean, at least it, you know it was it was fast paced. There was uh, the lots of action. There was the intensity was there because obviously, you know, there's a, a great deal of animosity. Um, it was just, yeah, fast and frenetic. That, that was kind of like the nose that I had. It was fast and frenetic, just a lot going on. Mm-hmm. It, it, it wasn't like a, wow, you know, it was a you know ridiculously awesome match, but it was still still pretty good. I had fun with it
1: and a good way to open the show okay Elio
0: anything you want to throw in about this match I just got it it wasn't good it wasn't bad it was just okay um for me it was like uh, we've been saying and uh, they, they could have had this match last week yeah. but, uh, they, they moved it over to this weekend uh, yeah it was just it was uh, fast paced at least it it was it didn't drag on that was a good thing
1: well and that's just too is a, let's reiterate that fact these two dudes hate Omega so much they want to hurt him they had him. He was yeah. there in the ring. They already captured the the heel who runs away, but they're going to let him go so long as they can have a match with him. I, I just I just don't get that. Um, let's get to the aftermath where we had uh, uh, the the young bucks coming out, and boy, are they? Where are they getting their clothes? Because this is like the, the, the douche club for men. You know, they are wearing what those was that wearing? wearing? A shower curtain, I believe. Didn't somebody say that? Didn't Tony yeah. say that was a shower curtain? Yeah. And he was right, because I've seen shower curtains that ugly. Um, So the Young Bucks come out, of course. They distract uh, Kingston and Moxley, who then get jumped by the Good Brothers. And then Omega gets up, and they beat each guy around. And uh, the only things that I liked out of this uh, is finally Nick Jackson looks like he's alive. Did they take him off his meds? Because it seemed the whole run that he was a good guy. He would like barely say anything or register anything. Now he's totally getting off being a he's bad actually, ass. He's actually got some personality. Yes, he has found his personality. <laughs> Unlike Shawn Michaels, his smile came back. Um, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> uh, you got, anyone want to throw it, weigh in anything more on this uh, aftermath? Well, not much to say to it. And yeah, that was what it was. Yeah. All right. Progressive things. Now, this next part is love hate for me. QT Marshall taking on Cody. Why is it love hate because it was actually some solid wrestling for the first bit of it. And it was actually interesting. Why I hate it though. It's Cody who we so sick of versus QT who we don't even want around enough to be sick of. So it's like, I don't know. The two wussiest kids in class are the two most hated kids in class trying to put on a performance. Nobody really (laughs) wants to watch it. Um, I got in my notes here. uh, Oh, look at the referee. Boy, this referee was terrible. Trying to do everything to make Cody look sympathetic. You notice that? Takes away Cody's belt so QT can whip him with the belt. <laughs> and the referee just like, oh, I it that It doesn't mean for
0: the referee. I have that in the notes. And even th- uh, when uh, QT went to... Uh, Hit Arn Anderson, and the referees got in his face and ejected him yes. from the ring. So I didn't.
1: Know. Well, did you see the referee also did something that she, I bet you they're just gonna give him shit about? He jumps over the ring to break them up, but slips and actually <laughs> lands on QT, <laughs> <laughs> and like lands on him enough that he should have like, in wrestling logic, like sent him flying but yeah. they all sloughed it off as if it didn't really happen, even <laughs> though it just happened in front of you. It, it, yeah, lots of sloppiness in here. Uh, the referee was pretty sloppy. I'm not sure what they were trying to do with that. Uh, Arn, <laughs> just grinding his face into the- That was, I genuinely liked that. I liked it, that, but it was so. He could barely move, but he <laughs> grabs him and just smashes but his the face. the fact that he could barely move, that's why he's grinding his face. <laughs> And, and once again, uh, once Ace again, Crider. Cody becomes Superman. He Even though he bleeds and he's in dire need, he still manages to triumph and win the match. And then the one punch by uh, Anthony Ogogo takes him out, gets a British flag laying over him. And obviously that's our next direction. I always thought Cody was going away for a while. That just, must've went to the Matt Hardy School of Exit. Ah, uh, fooled you. <laughs> uh, you got anything on this, Andy?
2: Um, you know what, I, right, to, to going back to where you started. I, and I think I've said this before, I don't mind QT and I'm, I'm kind of digging, kind of digging uh, him as a heel. Uh, it's like you said, it was, it was a pretty good match overall. There, there was some sloppiness, there was a few questionable things uh, I did uh, did get a kick out of Arn doing the, the face grinder on the post. I did get a kick out of Arn getting kicked out. I thought that was good because more often than not you see like a heel uh, second getting kicked out. But it was good to see, okay, well, the baby face was getting it. Um, I'm curious to see where this goes because what I was hoping for, mm-hmm. I was really hoping for a co- for a QT win. And uh, it was it was it was disappointing. I, I I'm trying to remember now. I think it was like right near the end. Uh, at one point, uh, Cody was, there was something where he was right before before he went for the figure for us thinking like, man, like I, like I wish QT would like grab him, kind of roll him up in a small package, grab some tights and get a quick three count. Oh yeah. And you know, but, but then with, uh, with Anthony Agogo coming in there at the end, you know, maybe it's one of those things where, okay, well, QT, uh, got beat. So now next week he's going to face off with, with Anthony, which I, I, I would really like to see. Cody help elevate these guys rather than Cody mow through, through these them. guys. Yeah. Which I feel is going to happen? Mm-hmm. So that one's kind of. Uh, but uh, I, like I said, I overall I didn't mind the match. I kind of enjoy QT in the factory. So uh, you know, let's see
1: what happens next week. I'm a bigger fan of CC in the music factory, but okay, I can take this. <laughs> uh, Elio, what'd you get out of this match, brother?
0: No, no this was. Um, I enjoyed this match. It was. Uh, it was good. I. I like the whole like interaction on the outside and Anthony Gould coming out at the end and laying out Cody.
1: Yeah, you know what I said in the beginning, there was some cool stuff Did you You see like Cody did a few moves where QT recognized them and just stepped out of them yeah. that made like Cody look like an idiot. Like he tried to do like a spin around. He did a few things where QT recognized it stuff. I thought, well, this is going to be cool. Um, but once again, uh, tell me Andy, you've been around wrestling for a long time. Is yeah. this not ass backward? Uh, should they have not had QT as the guy you finally mow your way to get through? Right. He's, he's, kinda big... he's like the big boss. Yeah. But you yeah. throw the boss out of the first level and then you beat up the, the subordinates later makes little sense to yeah, me. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. No, you're, I, I think you're
2: right. Like that, it should have gone the other way around or like I said,
1: yeah, we should not have had is, QT I mean, here it, for a while.
2: Yeah. And this is kind of getting into the fantasy booking because we're not yeah. knowing what direction they're going, what they're doing, but <laughs> Yeah. I, I think you're right. Like this is where, but then again, like that's where, well, are they going to try and build up to get the factory or is it just going to be him mowing through everybody? Because if that's the case, it doesn't really yeah. matter then, you know, yeah. they could have even done it where maybe something like where I suggested, it was like, okay, well maybe QT gets the quick pin. uh, mm-hmm. You know, he slides out, something happens, or maybe Cody starts to get back on top of him. Anthony Gogo comes in gives him the shot. Boom. Okay. Well, you know what? He got that cheap win over, Uh, QT got that cheap win well then how about now you work your way up through the ranks of these guys and then you get back finally get back to QT and then you have that big blow-off match later on
1: yeah yeah unfortunately tonight's you know AW does seem to do this way too often where it's you know uh, instead of getting the anticipation of getting to the end they throw it to you right away and then end it and then expect you to keep going with it yeah and I don't think that really works a lot um i think having qt lose here uh it really kind of exposes him as he's not really that big of a threat maybe he's with a group of guys that are tough but we've just gone now that the leader of this group got taken out pretty quickly you know so i i I didn't appreciate that and it always comes down to the fact too is we they've never really given us a lot of qt to make us care enough Not, not yet yeah yeah and cody Oh, come on, man. We've seen so much Cody and yeah. so much ridiculous light that it's hard to really care for him. It's like co- Cody overkill. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to say started off great. Uh, ending was a little ridiculous. Uh, interesting to see where they go with the go-go. you know, what we'll, we'll have to see um, next is one of these things that just makes me roll my eyes. Okay. We got Scorpio and sky and ethan page they're up in the top talking about uh how they took out sting and now they're going to take out darby allen there are some cool parts to the talk though but then darby jumps them okay and what goes from being a really cool start fight because darby's using his speed he's throwing himself around he's hitting them that's realistic but then he climbs up the side of a scaffolding on a thing and does a (laughs) coffin drop onto a guy on the cement I'm sorry, but there's something really wrong in your head, uh, Darby, if you think that was a good idea, okay? Uh, that's how you break your neck if somebody
0: moves. And Wendy so it's, it's, it's is going to get hurt. If you just I'm sure he already feels it, but Wendy, yeah. it's going to be something yeah. really bad.
1: Yeah, it's like what is, the bump card, right? Y- yep. You can only yeah. take so many until one day. Uh-oh. <laughs> but uh, then, they, then Ethan Page... Hucks him down a flight of stairs, a very realistic roll all the way down. Now, Andy, I know you've taken this spot at least thirty-six times in <laughs> last year in the PWA. Tell oh, wow. me how easy is it to take those stairs, bumps? uh You know
2: what? Whether it was three times or thirty-six times, there's, there's, you know, the the, the right way of kind of like a stepman rolling with your shoulder. Um, the adrenaline, I think that kind of helps you too. And I think he had like the way he rolled; he rolled pretty quick, and then kind of like landed on his feet, and then kind of a bit of a, of a dive a down dive, yeah. to the next level. So uh, it it wasn't too, you know, it wasn't that it wasn't that bad. I I appreciated it. Uh, I know in our group chat you were kind of grumbling about it. I'm like, yeah, I've done that once or twice. I I can't, you know, I can't uh, say anything about it. <laughs> one thing I will say though, uh-huh. and I don't know if <laughs> maybe I was the only one, yeah. but it's like you said, the, the pro the promo wasn't bad. Darby coming in was good. It was solid that first little bit there. It was kind of like hit and run, hit and run. Once they start to pan back and, you know, you truly realize they're kind of like on the top of the stadium, on top yeah. of Daly's place. I, you know, I wasn't thinking down the stairs. I was thinking they're going to throw him like over the railing. Oh, yeah.
1: I wondered about
2: that. I one, was so. expecting an over the railing, like into the dumpster below kind of thing. And, so and I don't good. know if I, I was almost yeah. like disappointed that it didn't happen. But in
1: the end, it's probably like, no, that's probably a good thing. And the stairs was a better, better way. I think the stairs was better because we've seen him do all those stupid things. Yeah. That at least the stairs was something where we could go, Oh, that would have little more relatable down The stairs. Yeah. 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 So, uh, anything you want to throw on Elio?
0: Yeah, no, we pretty, we pretty much uh, all have the same thing. Like I, I was surprised uh, when uh, the teachers threw right down
1: the stairs. Now, did you guys not roll your eyes, though, when he went up and did that <laughs> drop thing? Did you just yeah. like, really?
0: But, he, yeah. No, that that part, I was like, uh, no. Just...
1: And hey, we forgot to mention in the last match that thank God for QT that that figure four did not happen on top of a trailer, because we know a figure four on top of a bus hurts <laughs> 20 times more <laughs> than in the ring, so that's why he was able to walk away. Well, Cody um, was
0: trying not to hurt him, because he said he, he promised he wouldn't hurt him in their match.
1: Yeah. okay um, <laughs> next we get our uh, our squash match of the night dr Britt coming out and uh, defeating julia hart um i want to see more of julia hart because she's hot but uh, this was a pretty good squash match but not yes. all hearts are from calgary <laughs> oh, that is true apparently that is true even i will argue with it but <laughs> apparently it's true um I'm thinking of Teddy Hart. No, um, anyhow, <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty, pretty easy match for Britt. She once again, she uh, she's definitely commands presence. Yeah, you know, um, very surprised though she was. This was the only women's appearance on this whole mat, all, all these matches, and it was a squash that was really quick. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't even think there's really much to say about this match. Nothing spectacular mm-hmm. happened. Nope. Um Keith, okay, now this part annoyed me i used to like it when taz would come on and do uh taking somebody's moves apart Mm -hmm. because he would even though he would say grudgingly he would highlight the things of of stuff to make uh like it was like he was yeah like like legit analyzing yeah yeah now this was like bullshit because he was like half-heartedly doing it while pushing his own guys totally with agenda makes you think it takes away the legitimacy of what this was supposed to be, right? Because now you might as well just have Cass coming out there and talking crap about whoever he's fighting. Uh, that's why I didn't like that. Um, what did you think of this uh, thing, Andy? Uh,
2: you know what? I I think that's exactly what it was supposed to be, though. It was you know well, it wasn't? Yeah, it was supposed to be, but I mean, no, but that no, that's fine. I, I just I'm okay with the little spin on that, taking the the shots at uh, Christian Cage. Yeah, um, it was what it was.
0: Okay. Yeah, for me, uh I, I didn't like this as much as like when we first started seeing them. Mm-hmm. Like this one, at least the other ones they were better, like it focused on the moves. This one it was yeah. more like about putting um, down cage putting over <laughs> team Taz. and uh
1: and um yeah. Okay. now is it just me guys, but is it's almost starting to feel like that uh AEW is two shows, like every week you see a whole bunch of something and then they're gone for a week. And then there's a whole bunch of like, it's like team Taz all one week. And then this week it's all Jericho's guys, but not next week. There'll be no Jericho to be all Taz. And yep. it seems really, really starting to become definitive of, of who's on what show. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Next SCU versus the Acclaim versus varsity blondes versus Jurassic express uh, right off the bat. The Acclaim coming out saying always funny stuff. When he's yep. wrapping it out is pretty funny. Uh, I got out of this. It started off with a lot of chaos, which was hard to follow in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, as it settled in, Brian Pillman surprisingly to me was a guy who shone out a lot in this match. Yeah. Um, the thing that was problem here is they've been talking about SCU. If they lose, they're not. You, you never, you never for one moment thought that they weren't going to win this match, and that kind of sucks when you know it's a given um there were some interesting things in here um jungle boy he, he i would say he was probably the second mvp of this yep uh, christopher daniels took a hell of a lot of beating uh kaz took some stuff griff garrison was even in the match i mean i think i saw him get hit once or twice but he did dick i all. did
0: like i did like that flatliner thing it was uh, delivered to uh, luchasaurus on the outside.
1: yes Yes, anything that can hurt Luchasaurus, come in there. Um, he just annoys the crap out of me. In the end, of course, uh, SCU with the win. Andy, am I missing something here? Because this was not for me. This was kind of a chaos fuck match. Uh, I
2: agree with two-thirds of what you said there. It was a chaos match. Uh and I've said in the past, a lot of when we get like the trios matches, yeah, we get these multi tag matches. These, usually, I kind of you know my brain checks out, and I just have fun with it, mm-hmm. and and that's what I had here. I, I had yeah. fun, uh, you know, you were you were right about uh, Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, he he stood out. Uh, I had read earlier in the day about him wearing the tights that used to belong to his dad. And Tony, kind of mentioned that in passing at one point. To yeah. that, I thought it would have been nice, like a nice, you know, might might have put a little bit more value on on that connection or just on him wrestling in the match, if they had been, maybe made a bit of a bigger deal of it earlier in the match. Okay. Versus just kind of like, you know, three-quarters of the way through the match, like, oh, he's wearing his dad's tights and he goes for a roll-up. Well, you know, here's a chance to put over Brian Pillman and, and yeah. you know, the, everything that he had done and and the connection there and, what you know, he's wearing these as a tribute. Maybe that's one of those things where, you know, even though as – you know, being smart about it, we we knew they they weren't going to win. At least, you know, give that that aura, that illusion that okay, while well, he's wearing these special tights, mm-hmm. you know, these trunks, maybe this is something that's going to inspire him on to victory. Um, besides that, uh, yeah, it. When you got eight guys going in there, yeah, mm-hmm. it is what it is, and uh, it it was an okay match for me. I was entertained.
1: Okay, cool. where's the one third that? Uh you disagreed uh, well you said that you said
2: it was like a chaos fuck match or something like that oh yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was like it was the chaos and a match it just wasn't it wasn't that because to me it okay
1: was, i said yeah. fuck match because just you knew who's gonna yeah. win and okay. it's that's just like that took it out for me i mean if there was i really wish that that stipulation hadn't been in today you know yeah. let them have it and you know maybe maybe the acclaim finally get to step up you know maybe brian pillman does the thing yeah you know but uh just having that just took it right out for me it's just like well yeah. we know they're gonna win and yeah. just get to it don't give us these dangle matches just get to that match.
0: Yeah, that's why whenever i was seeing the oh i, forget, I think it was a uh, brian Tower or jungle boy one of them going for the pin mm-hmm. and then like it was broken up And like well we already know fc is gonna win yeah
1: yeah all right uh next we cut to a uh, john moxley promo um with the Nagata thing now maybe my Japanese is super super horrible <laughs> or maybe I don't understand reading um you know when subtitles. they have the little subtitles but I'm pretty sure Nagata just said with pretty good reverence that he accepted the match yeah, and yeah. then I, I comes I out and see, says call me a little punk I wah, didn't wah, see the wah. word punk I didn't yeah. see anything like not even in his demeanor he just looked like he was generously accepting the challenge yeah. and I don't know. I tried looking on the internet. I cannot find anything where Nagata has said anything bad. I looked back at the last two uh, shows on, on New Japan. Nagata has not said anything bad about Moxley, so I'm not sure. I, I, did Don Callis whisper this? Word to him? Like, I don't know what's going on. No, but... that's
2: funny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, I don't know if you heard, but Nagata says you're a punk, a small punk. Very, <laughs> he said a small. He was very punk. insulted that it was small. But uh, I liked the fire and the thing, but you just couldn't help kind of laugh because the way God is acting is nothing like he's yeah. reacting <laughs> yeah. to. So you're just kind of like, uh, okay, welcome to promo Class yeah, it,
0: when I, When the messages came through in the group chat, yeah. I, was, I was like, listen,
1: because I was watching that part and I was, yeah. I was looking for where you said that. I'm like, I don't see it. Or even just some demeanor that he doesn't like Moxley or looks down on him. Nothing like that. So I guess he's just trying to drum up business. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they told him,
2: like, yeah, Nagata's going to cut a promo about you. Uh, he's going to call you a punk and this and that. And he All says, right. I accept.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we find out, oh, mean, you small punk bastard, I'm going to destroy you. Okay. Um... <laughs> then we move on to uh and it's funny because i thought this was extremely weird too is have this giant cage structure uh box like structure um this giant (laughs) this giant thing in the middle so they're doing interviews off to the corner on one side Mm -hmm. of it and it just seems so kind of awkward uh kenny omega coming out in uh does that guy understand that if you're gonna wear (laughs) a suit jacket you probably shouldn't wear just a white t-shirt or white That was very heelish of him (laughs) <laughs> yeah i guess uh, very trailer cordish of him but um so he comes out with all his belts and he's uh this is and you know what Andy, you said this the best way to me afterwards and it, i was trying to pop my finger on it he comes out and he says okay tony is going to announce who i'm going to face at double or nothing or whatever it's called and uh tony comes out and says that he will face the winner of pock or pack or what pack yeah uh versus um orange Cassidy and all of a sudden you know like what's his name he says "No, let's skip that let's just get to the meet I'm gonna face the guy who who I fought many times he's beaten me blah 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 and he just works up pack totally and then he says that's who I'm facing and Tony's like no no no, no. you're gonna have to face either orange Cassidy or pack and then orange Cassidy comes sauntering out which is was okay cool I guess that's, that's his thing that's his thing um then Omega does, he said some funny stuff here. Uh, Some of the things he was acting was pretty funny, especially when he, cause you know, uh, Orange Cassidy has that build from wherever wing, whatever. whatever. So he threw that stuff at him. Then he does a thing that I'm sorry, any legitimate man who Orange Cassidy is a tough guy, he could fight, but he's going to let him take his expensive sunglasses off him (sighs) and give them to his partner and laugh in his face and walk away. And Cassidy just stands there, like he's been <laughs> yeah. addressed, you know. Yeah. And I was just like, "This does not work." He, I know he's not an explosive guy, but he should have done something. Yeah. If somebody steals from you, that should be a line that's a little far that should drive you. So I got, I, I found that very dumb. It, made, it made, it made Cassidy look really stupid. Yeah. Weak. So, I'm not saying I like that at all. Okay, that was not a very good promo. No. Uh, any disagreements on this? No, I think that's what I, what did I
2: say to you? Like, he looked, he looked dumb. He looked like he got punked out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Was even was just. In
0: minor, even in my number of the same thing. Like, Cassie just stood there <laughs> doing yeah. nothing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, you know, uh, if, so I was just saying, yeah. if there was like a slap or, you know. A if,
1: push or something.
2: Yeah, or even if, even after, you know, he takes the sunglasses. Even if Omega goes to slap him. And if he would have popped, popped his hand out and stopped him. Yeah, Like even that, you know, just to like, whoa, you know, like then like, Kenny could have sold that, like, you know, and then throw the arm down. He didn't even have to hit him. He could just stopped Kenny from hitting it. Like something,
0: like anything. Yeah. I
1: just, uh. Because I haven't
0: <laughs> been down here, down here in Capitol or something. do something.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, and you know what? He's been hanging out with Statlander. Why doesn't he just kind of do the, he could have put up the too sweet thing. And then pugged his nose. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, then we actually, I did enjoy this next uh, promo here with um, Muro. Yeah. He looks strong. He sounds strong. And I kind of, that's an interesting match. Now, sometimes we worry about people who are too short-sighted or too locked on to two characters, but lately AEW seems to have too much going on. Darby Allen, who just got thrown down by the stairs, uh, by um, Paige and um Scorpio, Scorpio also has to deal convoluted storyline wise with Archer, potentially Jake Roberts, Sting, and now he's got to fight Miro. Who wants it, just seems a lot going on, like some, maybe a little too much. I don't know. I, I just I want to see Miro fight, but it's like Darby's got too much going on right now. And I found it funny that it almost sounded contradictory where he said, uh, that. Orange Cassidy, or sorry, Orange Cassidy, that um, the Darby might not be able to make it, right? And then he says, "No, you better show up." But then he says, "It doesn't matter." Like it was very confusing the messaging yeah. here. You know, uh, you better show up because I'm going to beat you. But it doesn't matter if you show up because I'm going to. It. It was just a yeah. little confusing. I don't know if that was a lost in translation sort of thing, or he just sort of lost the idea of what he was going for. be either one of those things uh but to me just came off a little the only awkward part of that whole speech yeah and uh i'm looking forward to that but how i think i think that's the kind of thing where you take the belt off darby let miro go off in his own way darby can go deal with all the other junk going on yeah uh then we got uh was there one more thing there i thought there was one more interview no okay main event the main event okay i'm not sure how to to go about saying all of what we saw here tonight. Um, <laughs> How about we cover everything up to the finish? Okay, and so we cover we can do the bad stuff too? Sure. Yeah, the good and the okay. bad. Let's go up okay. to the finish. Okay, so we start off the match uh, with, I thought, was two really good people to start this match with. Sammy Guevara and do we have to hear Dax the Axe? This, like, where did this come from? All of a sudden now it's they so just stupid. say it over and over.
2: I like it. I like Dax the Axe. Uh,
1: anyhow, Dax the Axe, who, by the way, cameraman maybe consult because there are certain things we need to see in wrestling matches and yeah. there are certain things we don't need to see. We don't need to see Dax mm-hmm. sliding a razor blade from his wrist so that he can cut his forehead. And, oh, look, he's miraculously bleeding less than a minute later. Uh, sloppy Several times and terror. And this happened a lot where the cameramen were showing us things that you don't need to see. There's a reason why there's very less verbalization because they're trying, you know, it breaks the illusion. You don't want to see things being slid out. You don't, you know, yeah. this happened a lot in this match. Uh, let's look at the, the the players in the match. Uh, we'll look on the, uh, we'll start with uh, Jericho side. We yeah. have uh, Sammy Guevara. He was like a pinball, man. That dude was getting all hooked over. around everywhere uh, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. One very unfortunate, obvious yeah. trip Slip on the up. rope that was so big where you kind of just like, even if you went, uh, you can't deny you saw that. That was, yeah. that was There's really no, re- no recovery of that. No recovery. Now, uh, Ortiz and uh, Santana, man, you're right. I think they snuck into uh, New Japan, stole all the makeup off... Uh, Tamatanga. Um, I think they stole it off of uh, the gorillas of destiny who probably stole it off of dead president <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and modified it out. Maybe it's yeah. Okay. But anyhow, so we got them looking frightening that, that, that looked a frightening look for them. Yeah,
0: it was a good um, look.
1: Then we have uh who else is it? Jake Hager who came off really good tonight. Strongest. I think I've seen him in a while. Finally handling Wardlow because it seems like they have him back down from Wardlow a lot. It seemed like him and Wardlow toe-to-toed it it quite a bit. Um, And then, of course, Chris Jericho, who fought sparingly, I would say. Yeah. Did a lot of camera stalling during this match. You do something and then go stall at the camera. Do something, stall at the camera.
2: There's almost like more directing than actually wrestling and working it really
1: did look like he was controlling the action telling people yeah. what to do and and to make the best out of it Then let's flip over the other side now here's something really funny and i totally forgot about this as soon as he said it I, like i didn't even notice it till andy said it is all the guys who start bleeding first they're all wearing white there's a good sign that when you're gonna all wear <laughs> white you're gonna bleed okay that's wrestling logic 101 i should have thought of that i found it odd though that the good guys are dressed in white the bad guys all dressed in are the good guys dressed in black the bad guys dressed in dressed white. white yeah so th- that's a weird kind of reversal it's um, 2021
2: doesn't matter anymore yeah
1: there is no good guys <laughs> or bad guys exactly but, but uh let's look on the other side then Um uh, first of all we had axe <laughs> sorry dax the
2: axe the axe
1: and um what's his partner's name cash dash. cash such weird names cash and dash dash for cash dash. yeah it's like they should steal restaurant things and run away with your money but anyhow um so they're playing the roles of the guys who are the long-term setup guys in here they have to be in there the longest they're also playing the roles of the dudes who are going to bleed like mfers because they bled a lot these two i mean they they were covered in blood okay um So they were, they took a lot of the beating. I I think a lot, if you watch, they took the most beatings, I think of anybody in this match were those two. Uh, Then we have Wardlow who came out as the giant. He looked okay. Spears, man, this guy cannot cut a break because Mm. he was probably the least impressive in this entire match. He'd run in and look like he was going to do something. And every time he got thwarted and looked like a bitch, like every time. No, the one, know, he the brings one, in a chair one, gets hit by a chair. But the one spot so
0: you were talking about, uh, was that when he did the Spanish fly off the... Yeah, where well, they
2: were both standing on the top yeah. ropes from the rings. No, yeah. No, I don't no, no.
1: It was the second oh. time, Andy. They did that the first time, but then the second time, uh, Wardlow and um, and Jake were the thing. Sammy came running to help, jumped on the first row and slipped and rolled. Oh, yeah. Into... No, no. I know about that, but is, but,
2: but I thought oh. he was talking about...
1: Oh, no, he was, he was asking, asking about the fall. He was asking oh, about the fall. No, that's, oh, fall.
0: That's, that's what I that was asking.
2: Okay, sorry, I misunderstood. Are they talking about the cutoff? With the, we were talking about the chair, like throw a chair, throw a oh, chair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The that's cha- what I thought. Sorry.
1: Um, so you know what? Uh yeah, Wardlow, uh that's what I was talking about. Wardlow. No, I was talking about Spears. Spears just guys, <laughs> is this guy gonna cut it? Like seriously? He does not they keep trying to say he can run with this gang, but he is definitely always looking like the odd bitch out. Like you you go over look at uh, Jericho's team, everybody has a role and plays it well. He does not. He just looks like the guy who shoots his mouth off and get, takes the pins. and You can't which, always have that in a big group like that. It, which know, is frustrating because I,
2: I know when we first kind of were discussing the pinnacle, that was one of the things. I know we had several listeners, and I can't remember a few yeah. guys, but I know there were several people like, oh, he's just going to be the guy that's going to get beat all the time.
1: Yeah. And
2: I was really hoping for better things, but it looks like you know those of you that were saying, well, he's going to be the guy that gets be It looks like you're, at least these days, you're uh, you're right. So i don't know sean spears we can just uh
1: yeah keep our fingers crossed he's just not doing it he's a good talent we've seen him uh before and uh it's it's i I just i don't know what is missing in his presentation that is not coming across i i I don't know what you do with him because he obviously has talent we've seen him Andy. you've seen him up close you know you've wrestled cards with him he's a talented dude um it just he just not translating right on the big stage, and and it's become noticeable. Like he's—I uh, think him doing the Mohawks, the the different colored hairs, has made it worse. It's—it's it's put a, a light on him he didn't need. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? So let's let's just hope he can get in there a little better. MJF, um, I struggle with that dude. Um, he put in an okay performance tonight. Yeah. Uh, but. So much of it is never performance from him. So sometimes you don't. It's like the guy who talks too much and doesn't always back up his stuff. Um, but they all played good roles tonight. There was crazy stuff, man. I mean, this was way more than you saw in War Games. I mean, they're tearing up the mat. They're, they pulled yeah. off a turnbuckle, and not just the turnbuckle. They pulled off the metal parts that hold it together yeah, and hook. beat on people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fork. Oh my gosh. When is the last time we've seen a fork come? So was I it, don't think was it I've it from ever the seen a of the fork butcher. Or? Yeah, you know, or, or on national television, I'm, yeah. I'm going to say it. Like, that was a bit crazy. Um, there was a lot going on here. I marveled at the top of this cage. Did you have never seen a, a cage built that sturdily on top? <laughs> There's no way that anyone's going to fall through that cage. No,
2: you know, they're, you know? they're making sure of that.
1: Yes. Now, let's get to the ugly parts of this match. Let's get to the end of this match, okay? okay. The okay. match ends. Everyone's hating each other. Everyone's working on each other. MJF has, uh, and uh, Jericho are on top of the ring. They're try- trading things back and forth. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, MJF gets the advantage, gets this evil look in his eye, then threatens to throw Jericho off the cage unless the other team quits. And I found it just so strange how they went from, they hate these guys so much they're in they're going to kill these guys to don't hurt our leader (laughs) like that they just stop and they all quit and then um mjf throws uh jericho off the cage or legitimately pushes i guess is the better way he pushed him he pushed him yeah and let's not forget before he pushed him chris jericho clearly gives him instructions of what to do as the cameramen are zooming in on the faces of them talking about their next part of the match. He pushes them off. He lands there. We have seen this. I don't know how many times it's become a joke in WWE. When somebody goes off something big, there's always a structure (laughs) that mysteriously has never been there before. Yeah. Made to look like something yet surprisingly when you land on it, it acts like a giant cushion. Well, this looked like it was covered in poorly painted cardboard made to look like metal because it didn't even look like metal. Yeah. And then when Jericho fell back into it, it bent up like cardboard. And you could kind of see the flip side of some of it that it was cardboard. Oh my God. And then, of course, Andy had pointed out, and I did go back and check is Jericho opening his eyes, looking around, making sure. Should I get up now? No, let's close my eyes, but sell us some more. Oh my God. Indy Riffic Horrible. No. <sighs> oh. Andy. Yeah, to
2: see here, pretty much what you, I mean, you know, what you were saying is a lot of what we were kind of discussing in our group chat. Uh, overall, the the chaos, the carnage, the destruction of the match, I really enjoyed it, but that finish to me just, uh, I it really brought it down for me. You know, the the it it took so long at the edge there. You knew that was happening. Um, it looked like MJF forgot
1: also. To do it at the end, that made Jericho was reminding him to set yeah. him up. <laughs>
2: um, the unfortunately, yeah, the the, the, the whatever the, the box-like structure, <laughs> the looked, box-like, structure. you know, lo- looked horrible. Um, uh, it was just, it was, it was just, it, it almost like kind of like almost almost like hokey. The other mm-hmm. thing that I mentioned, and, and you know, I'll throw this out to our uh, mighty listeners as well. Either if you've noticed it or you wondered about it, or you go back and, and look and, and maybe, you know, write in and toss what you think. To me, I thought Chris Jericho looked like he had some extra padding on the lower part of his body. The way his, I mean, you know, the guys wear their knee pads and that's one thing, but for the way his, uh, I don't know, the, the overalls, coveralls or whatever, yeah. the way they fit just seemed a little kind of too snug. Watching Jericho climb up the cage he really looked like he was struggling and I almost wonder like if it was cause like if he had extra padding on or something that was kind of making it difficult. Cause even once he kind of got to that point of the cage where he had to kind of climb up and over, yes. it seemed really difficult for him, which I, yeah. I don't just, for a guy that can still, you know, do the lion salts and that kind of stuff. I just, it just seemed odd to me. And, uh, you know, whether, whether he was, I could care less if he was or wasn't. I mean, if you're, if you're looking to protect yourself, Hey, I'm good on you but it just that's uh maybe maybe I'm looking too much into it but that's what I what I saw so it's kind of one of those things that makes me go hmm well if you're going to do that sort of thing
1: yeah people are going to call you on it aren't they
2: yeah yeah but (laughs) but overall but like I said overall uh I I enjoyed the match you know the the workhorses that were there Mm -hmm. uh again just you know to me it's like you check the check the brain at the door and enjoy Mm -hmm. the instruction for what it is but uh that finish just I you know, I, I I joked. It was like, okay, next hot topic, what was the worst finish? The end of you know, the the uh sparkler barbed wire exploding death match or the uh push off into the cardboard box, like Exactly, exactly. Uh, yep.
1: Elio, anything you no, want to
0: aside from that finish, uh I enjoyed this match. for me it was a good match. Um yeah, they, they all worked hard. Uh, Dax and I, Cash were like bleeding all over.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah um, for me, it was a good match.
0: Okay. Aside from that ending.
1: And here's the problem too, folks. This was a really good match. I mean, I expected to maybe this drag on at parts or get boring. It, it You can forgive some of the little slip-ups we've seen. Those things happen in matches, right? Uh, we shouldn't see... Uh, blades coming out and stuff like that—that that was a bad thing on their behalf. But I could forgive all of that, but I can't forgive the last two minutes of this match. It just turned it into horrible theatrics, and it just ended what yeah. was a really fun match and just gave a sour taste in your mouth. You know, it's like you eat a great meal, but if you eat like uh, they bring you dessert and it's like rotten cheese in the middle of it or something, you forget everything you've eaten. You know, it's it's hard to remember that. Um, But guys, I'm going to say overall this week, I did not know what to expect. There literally was a time today where a couple hours before the show, I went, oh, shit, it's blood and guts. This is either going to be horrible or good. I'm hoping it's good, but uh, I don't know. I'm going to say today, uh, I enjoyed this uh, week. There was some good stuff in there. There wasn't great stuff. There was a few things that dragged, but not egregious. There wasn't anything horrible. There wasn't anything that made us mad this week, I don't think anything made us over the, yeah. the end but uh i'm gonna give this uh this week i'm gonna give it a solid b because i think that they put in some good effort and i really think if that last two minutes hadn't been in that match if they had figured a better way to end that i think we would have been satisfied i think we we would have thought wow this has been one of the better ew's uh Dynamics that we've seen in a long time yeah. so i'm gonna give it a b uh elio what are you going for
0: yeah, I also think along the same lines um, while we're going over the show, and I'm going with the B as well. All right, Andy? All right, and I will be a little
2: more friendly, and I'm going to oh. give it a solid B+. Plus. Oh, nice. Yeah, I thought you were going to play
1: spoiler this week.
2: <laughs> no, no. Well, I like I said, for the most part, um you said, there was nothing that really made us really upset. Uh, yeah. the, the finish of the last match was disappointing. But, you know, overall, and there and there wasn't a lot of matches just because, I mean, you know, that almost half the show was the blood and guts match. So mm-hmm. I think everything else they had to have uh, had to be decent, had to move along. You know, the uh, the squash with the women's match was what it was. But uh, overall, like, you know, one thing we talked about is the storytelling. and sometimes it's convoluted sometimes it's it's i don't know what it is but mm-hmm. uh i'm you know i see semblance of stories here and and i yeah. and i like it there's several times through our show tonight where it's like you know i want to see where this goes i'm looking forward to
1: next week and to me that's th- those are good things to hear okay fair enough fair enough that is good maybe this is an upturn we can finally you know they can concentrate more on let's not try to outdo nxt let's just make this a better program yeah you know exactly and and this so far things have been a bit a little bit better these last couple of weeks so let's hope that trend continues so guys uh, thank you for joining me this week uh, it's nice to have a funner episode we got fewer do you guys think now here's the hard part of all this advertising they've been doing okay now last week the ratings dropped pretty badly because a lot of people said they thought it was the presidential uh, address uh, they dropped from like that one point what was it one point two to like uh, point like to to eight hundred thousand.
2: Yeah,
1: it was quite a, a dip. Um, do you guys think that the blood and guts concept? Do you think this is going to put them over a million? Do you think the numbers are going to be high for this? Um, and one thing I got to say: get rid of picture and picture. You don't need it anymore. That, it that's so that's what bothered me mm-hmm. Do we in
0: have
1: match. picture and picture
2: in
0: the book?
1: Yeah, we know. do. Do we? Yeah, we oh, do. okay. Uh, yeah, I think we have we,
0: uh, in the in the in the chapter section.
1: Oh, Andy, now we got to do the book because you brought up the book. (laughs) All right. Crack open the book. Let's take a quick look. Slowly, the great book opens. Uh, What's in that damn thing? We cleaned up a lot of it, though. I think it's not so big anymore.
0: No, we did clean up a lot of it. Okay. Okay, we have Cody's ugly tattoo.
1: That's a lifer. That thing is gross. Oh, actually,
0: okay, we'll move that to the chapter section.
1: <laughs>
0: we have Tony Khan in there.
1: Uh, Andy, you want to address
2: this one? Uh, Well, do you want me to make the official announcement? Yeah, you'd go either way, but I'll let you pick. It's just for, you know what, it was It was more understandable when you're running head-to-head with NXT, but now that it's, and, and I get, I understand, you know, you're trying to, keep your viewers engaged. You want to keep them from changing the channel. But I think overall, like mm-hmm. AEW, you know what, just take it, you know, do a little more pre-production. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't just rely on the guys doing the things and oh, hit or miss that. Well, hopefully when we go to commercial, we'll see them picture in picture. So if you guys are doing lots of cool stuff, we'll see it. No, please, <laughs> pro- <laughs> you know, please produce in a more traditional style where, you know, they go to break, you know have them put on a hold or whatever and and just yeah. settle things down uh and then give us you know give us that steak and, and sizzle when when we come back for commercials so uh i implore you please aew whoever's listening from aew please do it with picture in picture but until then aew picture in picture
1: elio you just made the book Thank you. That's right. Okay, Andy, did you realize this? That when what's a what's a favorite TV show you like to watch in the past? Didn't uh, Name me any TV show. Married with Children. Married with Children. children. Do you suppose <laughs> when an episode starts that they just told those guys to do whatever and they'll just take commercial breaks and they control what's being said? Like, oh, we better go to commercial. I know, you know, I know that Al's in the middle of talking about shoes, but we got to do a commercial, <laughs> so let's do picture picture up there. So, no a show you guys are a sh- television show yeah you guys control the show the wwe doesn't do this crap you want to run with them they produce a show where they know minute by minute i guarantee you that the wwe has a minute by minute breakdown before they start shooting of what's going to happen so people know it it may change up until that last second yeah. but there is a minute to minute when it starts filming it seems like aw is just like okay guys you do your shit and we'll try and figure it out how is that a
0: show? Yeah.
1: Okay, what else you got in the book there? Okay,
0: we have Pox, Leg Kicks.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I kind of still think... I'm going to give him a week. Wait, we got him coming up next yeah, week. Let's just see oh, how he's waiting for
0: Okay, then we have Richie Two Titles.
1: <laughs> I fucking hate it when people say two titles. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> were you aware that he's a baby face now? What's that? He's a baby face apparently now. Who is? Richie, uh, um,
1: what's his name? Richard Holiday. So Richard Holiday. Oh yeah, we're back on MLW guy. Uh, yeah. he's a good guy. Yeah, that I, can't a... I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Let's let's take it out. But let's say whoever uses the term two titles will get to stuck in there for at least three weeks. Our... And right, so. then we have the
0: Rose's announcement.
1: Yeah, anything to do with those, Vicky Guerrero or her doing announcements is garbage. <laughs> I mean, what yeah. are they even? Like, do they exist still? Okay. Thanks <laughs> for so Rick Knox. Oh, yeah, that is, he is one terrible ass, terrible ass referee. I, I don't see it. Yeah,
0: yeah. We have EW fans comparing anyone to Eddie Guerrero.
1: Yeah, who put that one in there? That was Rick, uh, I think. I thought, that sounds like a Rick thing. Is that Rick? I thought, I
2: thought it was me. Oh, was it you? Oh, maybe really? it was you. Cause, yeah, because I remember they were talking about like, comparing like Sammy, Sammy Guerrero to yeah. Eddie Guerrero. Yes. It's like, no. How, you, um, Andy, you put that in there. How are you feeling on that right now? Uh, well, we haven't heard it in a little while, but I think that just needs to stay.
1: Okay, oh, I agree. I mean, it's it's bad enough. Here you have a company saying, we're not WWE, yet you're going to compare yourself to every WWE legend. Yeah. Like if I hear Jim Jim Ross saying that uh, uh, Moxley is, is kicking a mud hole into someone, he's not. It's not even the close to what it looks like, and it's, it, that annoys me. Okay.
0: Okay, we yeah.
1: Bear Country's low masks. Those were terrible, uh, yeah, but were they've, terrible. they've gone back down to like we seen them since. <laughs> dark hell. <laughs> so who knows what uh, what we got coming out of those dudes?
0: And our final entry is
1: Luchasaurus. Oh, that motherfucker's going to stay for a while. <laughs> he, he's in for a while. He, he's made our shit list, that's for sure. Uh, anything else, guys? Anything else you guys want to throw in? Has anything been egregious this week? We might as well throw in something no, now if we not. got it. No, Nothing's but, annoyed me. Nothing really signs Uh up? How about uh, AEW cameramen showing us bad things that yeah. you shouldn't be seeing? <laughs> AEW's poor production. Yes.
0: Oh. AEW, yes. They've got to work that out. Po- AEW's
1: poor production... You just mean the book. Thank you. Yeah, because think of it, guys. We just, cut, this was a, they got handed an awesome match and had a few little tweaks here and there. This would have been something everyone would talk about in such highlight. And now all we remember really is a lot of the goofs that weren't even the wrestlers doing it. Stuff that should have been kept hidden and nothing. You know, like, there is no wrestling match where there's nobody verbalizing there is no match where people aren't sliding things around like so uh a failure failure on your production yeah. team all right you know what i was in a good mood we had a b now i'm gonna piss the <laughs> mood because the, the, the stuff in the book piss me right off so uh fans try and have a better day than i'm having at this moment hopefully you listen to this and you'll have a, a good day uh andy always good to talk with you always a pleasure Elio, always good to see that shining cherubic face of yours. Cherubic. I don't know where that came. From. Look it up; it's a Bible <laughs> thing. All right, folks, uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys next week, and uh, hopefully, we'll see you on quarantine. I know we have a we just put out one with the hearts and bad news on. And we'll, I think we have another one coming up talking about uh, death matches and whatnot. So good stuff. You know what? You know what? I would like to submit something right here that not
2: towards the yep. book per se, yep. but I think just because. Uh, at least two-thirds of us are kind of the Alberta stampede thing. Yeah. And because, uh, you know, we've been fortunate enough on some of the episodes of the quarantine to mm-hmm. uh, to have the hearts and what have you. I think for a yeah. closing, yeah, WPOV Global needs to have, oh. in the meantime...
1: Okay, who's going to say time,
2: it? We can take gonna... turns. We can I don't want to say it. I'll say okay. it. I have no problems.
1: Okay, ready? We're going to let this this is our new thing we're going to do it every week we'll rotate and try and do it properly today tonight's good night is coming from andy anderson andy take it away all right in the meantime and in between
2: time that's it another edition of wpov global bye-bye now